G'day, soldiers of the Altcoin Army. Welcome to another episode of the Altcoin Buzz podcast with your hosts, Alicia, Jeremy, and Jame. Welcome back, guys, to another episode. Thank you. It's also nice to have you on it. Oh, you flatter me too much. What about you, Jeremy? You don't say anything nice about him. You're okay. I mean, you're all right. <laughs> Just all right. I'm fucking triggered, mate. Oh, <laughs> fine. You're a great Oh, damn it. No, nah, no, nah, I'm still triggered. Still triggered. You call me a host. Uh, so we've got a special guest coming on today. We've got Dan, the man with the plan, the co-founder of SafeX. So uh, without further ado, let's get into it. Dan, the man with the plan. Dan from SafeX. Welcome to the Altcoin Buzz podcast, mate. Hey, how you doing? Not too bad. Yourself? Uh, doing really, really well. Fantastic. I'd like to introduce you to the lovely Leisha. Hi, Daniel. Hey, hey Leisha. How are you? Not too bad. How about you? Of course, I'm good. Of course. <laughs> I've, been playing, uh, I've been playing tennis, so um, that means that a lot of things are in good shape. So, you know. A lot of things are in good shape. I also heard you mention 1.5k of Polish Lotte, so it must be something good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really know where to go from that playing tennis I've got so many ball jokes I want to use but unless we're going to get kicked off on uh, YouTube I'm going to keep those to myself <laughs> but uh, we'll, sure. uh, I'm going to serve it over so, pun intended to uh, our American mate Jeremy morning nice to meet you Daniel hey how are you Jeremy doing good doing good hope you won your tennis match yeah, I'm mostly just training, so I like to just hit the ball and never drop it. Is this a tennis podcast? I have no <laughs> idea. We're, we've got balls flying in the air everywhere. Just uh, let, let's. And there it is. <laughs> there it is. Look, we're gonna go balls deep in this. All right, there's this. There's no. There's there's no end to these amount of puns. All right, so uh, let's let's kick it off. For the listeners out there that are not sure what SafeX is, can you give us a bit of a brief understanding of what the project actually is and Absolutely. So SafeX's intention is to create a marketplace using blockchain technology, in a nutshell. Wow, that is brief. Can you can you elaborate a little bit more? I know I said brief, but I don't mean like yeah. a year nine, uh, year nine essay. Absolutely. So when we when I got into Bitcoin, uh, I bought it in 2013 in order to spend it online. However, there was no um, concrete kind of structured way to actually use those bitcoins Mm. so like when i started to figure out what's the app that i'm going to build you know for the space i realized like it's going to be a marketplace and it needed to be uh something that can't be controlled by me or anybody else and so blockchain technology kind of you know steps in and and plays a big part in in allowing for that to happen so you can't do it to bitcoin so we had to build our own blockchain so SafeX is marketplace on a blockchain so that you can buy and sell using cryptocurrencies, do business online at the fastest pace possible, unlike any other system ever. And it's because of blockchain, because of cryptocurrency. Right. So I saw the interview that you did with uh, Altcoin Buzz back in November, and it was you were basically going through, it was the Alibaba of the crypto world. Is that still yeah. what, you're, uh, what you're referring to there? Without a doubt, yeah, nothing's changed since then. Like when people will 
use uh, SafeX, that protocol will allow you to establish an eBay, an Alibaba, an Amazon, a freelancer.com, uh, Craigslist, like you name it, you can build it, anything e-commerce related and involve cryptocurrencies in a secure way. So, right. Now, I've yeah, got to note that uh, I've got to note that your platform is reward based. Now, the concept's undoubtedly highly attractive and used in blockchain technologies. But how many of the customers are actually turning to your product for that reason? Can you uh, share your experience with us? Sure. So, we I released a token two and a half years ago called Safe Exchange Coin, and that coin was to raise some startup funds, and more so is to establish a community. Because if this thing is going to be kind of like uh, decentralized and distributed among people, it needs to be, there need to be some kind of, you know, token that we we represent ourselves with. And um, it needs to be in the hands of all the people. So 99% of those tokens were distributed. I kept 1% for myself. So I had a stake in, in this in this thing. And, um, and so the point was when we launched the marketplace, 5% of all transactions that are taking place, we would uh, acquire that by this group of individuals who are holding the token. So there's about like, uh, I guess there's like 13,000 wallets that are that are holding SafeX tokens right now uh, at this time. And then of course, there's probably a few or several thousand um, holders that are at the exchange. So, right. so, yeah, it's it's like a fairly good sized community we've grown into. Um, really proud of that group because um, people people who are getting involved they kind of see that cryptocurrency is a trend and marketplaces are going to be a very critical part in mass adoption. And so, you know, it's a good play to be sitting on SafeX tokens while we roll this thing out and get the first users and get the first billion dollars of volume trading on it. Yeah, of course. And obviously, um, there's no point having crypto if you can't really spend it because it's it becomes worthless at that point. So so I totally yeah. agree. You've got a good reputation. SafeX, uh, SafeX has been well-recognized. Um, there's a lot of people, like you said, you've got a decent community. So I definitely commend you for it. Um, obviously, it's in, in the age that we're in now, there's, what, 1,700 cryptos out there. So to have your name well-established yeah. is an accomplishment in itself. So I definitely commend you on that. Yeah, the most important thing for me was to stay sincere. Like, mm. I didn't do too much hyping earlier in the times because we weren't, we weren't, um, we only raised $50,000, you know, two and a half years ago. And uh, I made it work. And now we're like over 20 people working full time on this project. And we launched our test net uh, a couple weeks ago, about like 12 days ago or something like that. In a few weeks, we'll launch the main network. Marketplace will come out just before Christmas. And um, and I'm really proud of like the expert level of people who kind of uh, took up arms and banded with me to get this thing going. So um, yeah, we're we're in a place that we've never been before, and um, and now's really the time when you know I'm coming out and telling people like yeah this is happening. Like every day when I leave the office, I'm like reassured that we're gonna reach a lot of our targets and stuff like that. So. It's really exciting from my perspective that this all came together from, you know, you know, one little bundle of money and we made it stretch into, you know, 
powerhouse to deliver you know a solution that in our entire industry is is in demand of like you said yourself what's the point of having money if you can't buy the things you want i'm living in serbia and there's like a really low amount of imports and stuff like that and i really hope it's going to change using cryptocurrencies because it'll allow people to reach more further and and get products across the world so well, we definitely need believers out there. If it wasn't for the, like we've mm. said multiple times, if it wasn't for the people who believed in the internet back, back when they were called crazy, we wouldn't yeah. enjoy it today. So, but I believe yeah, Leisha's so. got a, I believe Leisha's got a question for you. Well, at first, I'd like to know that it's really nice to have a guest uh, who is so concise and brief because we had different kind of guests <laughs> on this show, and <laughs> it's like you know, it's a relief to some extent. And I also wanted to ask you, like, I wanted to ask you about Serbia before, because I saw that you had many Serbians on your site as a part of your team. So I was wondering why. Yeah, was the, yeah it was the first question which popped in my mind. And so you live in Belgrade or which part? Yeah, that's right. Um, in 2015, when I was living in San Francisco, there was a big news about Liberland being claimed by a Czech guy. Oh. And that's like the first time I saw Liberland on, I mean, a... Uh, Serbia on the map, you know, mm. and then um, I just wanted to get closer and I moved to Europe in 2016 after we launched the crowd sale and um, for SafeX and, you know, I started in Scotland, went to Spain and then moved to Serbia and there's a big IT community in Serbia, Scotland, not so much, Spain, not so much. I was kind of more in the beach area and, um, and then, wow, like I go out on a Friday night to some networking event for IT professionals and it was like so many people enthusiastic for you know blockchain and and they wanted opportunities to be able to participate in it so i kind of got immersed and and it just made sense to stay here yeah and it's probably cheap just like in ukraine even probably probably ukraine is even cheaper because i'm absolutely yeah cost of living is is very low and it allowed me to uh focus on investing into safex rather than paying you know rent like san francisco rents are high cost of living is extremely high here it's not so high so Instead of spending on, you know, food and, and yeah. rent, and yeah, I invested in people. So that's why all the crypto hubs should be here in in Eastern Europe, in the Balkans. It's, it's a great place. I encourage Absolutely. you to move here. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, I'm a big proponent of that. So I'm happy that you brushed on that point. Yes. So um, let me like uh, ask you a quick question. As I mentioned, we had like different guests on our podcast, and one of those guests, uh, they represent Zeeks. Maybe you heard about it. It's an app which can be used for purchasing products with crypto. And we asked them basically a question about volatility and how they tackle it. In their case, it's prepaid cards. And I want to ask you, like, how do you deal with it? Is it a problem for SafeX, or maybe in your case, it's uh, not that important? Yeah, so that is really significant. So there's two things that I would talk about Um that I would actually talk about from SafeX perspective. One of the biggest problems in cryptocurrency is distributing the coins. Now, most most uh, ICOs, most um, you know, like most things on the on the in the market, you can't call them currency because you know they're more structured like companies. You know, founders taking percentages. The, you know, advisors forty percent here. You know, sixty forty split, etc. With investors, this is not currency. Imagine like the central bank of USA, you know, um, launching an ICO and saying, okay, we're going to print 40% of the money for ourselves and give 60% of the money to you people, you know, um, it just, you know, it, it's absurd. It's not what we started doing Bitcoin for. So that's the first thing. 
um, what you wind up having with a model like that is you have centralized ownership of the assets and then you have volatility because you don't know who and when they're going to cash out. So what we decided, what I decided, knowing that there's a problem here, but I wasn't able to articulate it well, um, you know, I, I couldn't solve it because I'm, I don't, I like the vocabulary. So what I did was I hired someone from the uh, Serbian National Bank and uh, Ivana Todorovic. So she um, is like, you know, prodigy of economics theory and, um, and applying that theory. Um, and so she was also studying a lot of cryptocurrency. And uh, when I told her about this problem, she said, you know, that's totally true. It's a real problem. And I believe I can solve it. So she came up with um, a solution where the rate of adoption of, of technology is normally distributed. So as long as you put a distribution curve of currency through proof-of-work mining that scales with number of users, you will, and number of users could be arbitrary. It doesn't really matter how many actual users you have. And actually, you can't determine how much coin to distribute to users. But what you can do is get a general average over time of users taking part of your network. So if you distribute over time, then you can peak the amount of currency you're distributing towards the later part when more people are entering. So rather than having decreasing block reward, trying to incentivize people early, which leads to hoarding and centralization and massive dumps that happen at random moments. So this is solved by our emission curve, proof of work mining. Um, it's written in our blue paper. It's kind of like a white paper, but this is like before the white paper. So um, this is how we deal with, with the volatility. We distribute the currency farther and wider so that there's a more diverse crowd who is participating. And like this, you don't have, even the miners can't really centralize the currency because if they invested in the beginning, they would get X amount back. If you invested later, you would have to compete with the first people, but you would also get a bigger reward. It's kind of all balanced out between now and later. And the point of this was not getting rich immediately. It was like creating some stable thing that gives value to people, uh, eases their worries, and allows for a long-term growth of the network rather than just pump, dump, and you know, looking bad. So I believe we've achieved it. Um, and that's with the SafeX cash. So that's the currency that we will release in, that we started testing and that will release in 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 about a few weeks from now. Oh, that's I think that's fantastic news because it's a, like real problem out there, and it's also nice to hear that there are women in the crypto uh, in the crypto world because there are not too many out there. I wanted to just mention on the point of the debit card. A lot of people don't realize that the debit card is not an answer to mass adoption of cryptocurrency. Every time you use it, you have to sell your cryptocurrency. So. Yeah. It's actually kind of, it's counterintuitive, but a lot of people kind of get really excited for a debit card. I don't know why. Maybe. Because then they can just swipe it wherever they go. It's all about convenience, exactly. I mean, everyone forgets how big convenience is for this world sometimes. So I'm assuming that no, we're you haven't had two... Test, test I mean, sorry, the main net. I'm sorry, the, the main, main net. net. Yeah. I apologize. I know you already launched the test net. I remember seeing your tweet with the pictures of it when you first launched it actually um so yeah. i'm assuming it's been going pretty well so far since you're yeah. already 
looking at it no. being set up and everything. Yeah, no issues at all. Um, we did find some enhancements that we will add, uh, kind of like from you know under the hood perspective, but you know from user's perspective, it's kind of like working as it should. So and I'm really happy. Crypto node still the plan, right? Still crypto that's, note. That's right. Yeah. So we forked uh, Monero and Monero, which is a fork of a crypto note. And the point yep. is that um, it's completely battle tested and has some, you know, additional improvements since crypto note. And uh, we've also added our own improvements and and you know, kind of our own paradigm. And um, and yeah, I mean, it's. So far, it's working flawlessly, exactly as it should be. Everyone was able to connect. Like these were our biggest challenges. It's like, okay, we're this is working in our office. When we launch it, can other people connect? Yes. Okay, so it's working. I mean, can people mine? Yes. Can they send transactions? Yes. Um, we added a, a second layer of token system, so we have like two coins on that system. It's really really cool how it works, and um, yeah, literally we have. Crypto note with two tokens, and like if we wanted to add more tokens, we could totally add more tokens. So, um, believe that privacy altcoins on the same. Yeah, anyway, absolutely. <laughs> um, um, I mean, we all know a few months ago, Bitmain pushed out that ASIC miner for a crypto yes. note, and then of course it got smashed before it hit the market by the forks. Um, yes. Is that SafeX's plan going forward too to ensure that ASICs never touch the network? That's absolutely correct. So part okay. of that. Part of that, what I was talking about with the emission curve, depends on combating this like super miners, right? If you actually want to mine this thing and get a lot of it, you have to use a lot of square footage. Like that's like part of the defense, right? So if you yeah. are able to ASIC mine, you can kind of um, exponentially reduce the amount of space you need to mine and you kind of like challenge the economies of scale mentality, right? And so... Um, yeah, so we, we will definitely keep up with that. And there's one of our programmers who's directly in charge of uh, tracking this uh, issue and coming up with uh, the solutions to combat the ASICs. So right now, there's no there's no threat. We are using the Crypto Note, uh, Crypto Knight V7, which was released in in uh, you in know April. against. Yeah, I think it was in it was definitely in April. It was um, right before those ASICs got sent. I know. Yeah, but yeah, to combat these ASICs. You know, so we're definitely keeping up with that, and that's a big deal for us. Well, Dan, that's um, there's a lot to go on. Look, we're we're gonna gonna go to some bit of a closing statement here. Where would be the best place for our community to find you? Is there anything that you want to kind of speak out to the community? This is your chance for a plug. Yeah, what I would do right now is uh, I would mention like you know this is the time you should get the SafeX right, and um, the only place available is uh, tradesatoshi.com for now. And uh, we used to be listed on Bittrex.com, but Bittrex had a big exodus for, you know, 100 coins plus. Um, no big deal, really, because the exchange doesn't is not the authority on what is good and what is not good. And the point is, though, we have not um, we have not done anything about exchanges because we are migrating into our SafeX blockchain. And as you know, exchanges are often charging large fees and stuff like that. So why would we double pay? Mm. And so, um, so once mainnet is launched, we are going full force with uh, being you know listed everywhere that we can be. Anyone who is interested in listing our coin, we also are building a ERC twenty bridge 
so that in some jurisdictions where you can't have privacy coins, you we will be able to integrate our ERC20 bridge. And, um, and also we will be able to take advantage of decentralized exchanges that are using the ERC20 token. So um, we are very much uh, focused on entering mainstream market now that we are in a position to do so. Um, uh, and furthermore, like if someone really wanted to, I mean, I would be so compelled because like there's a certain level where we will achieve, right? And um, from my point of view, SafeX is completely undervalued. And I would just mention that if you did want to acquire SafeX, you can go to safex.io and there's a link at the on the navigation bar that says get SafeX. And you could buy it with Bitcoin from us and we will source like you don't have to wait within 24 hours, you'll get your SafeX tokens, but uh, we will source those. You know, we, we deal with sourcing the tokens there. So it's kind of like the easiest way to get on. Um, that's a fixed supply. So we aren't just printing new tokens. The, we are just finding them in the world where people want to get, you know, liquidate and, and um, we deliver them to you. So um, definitely check it out, safex.io. Um, and, and in the top navigation, you can hit the get safex. Daniel, on sort of a final note, how do you feel about the market today? Are you excited about what's going on? Uh, absolutely. Uh, I think it's I think it's really fun to see this relief rally. I know that Bitcoin, you know, was in this bear market. I, I don't think we're out of the bear market completely. Uh, I definitely understand that some coins will grow, but uh, generally, you know, there's a lot of consolidation. And because I've been doing this for like five years now, I've seen this uh, twice so far. And um, basically, it's when when people are hearing this podcast or people are learning about Bitcoin from various different uh, you know channels, and you guys do a really good job for getting the word out about what's going on in this space, so commend you for that. Thank but you. The point is though, absolutely. But before before um, someone makes a move to get in, you know, time passes. People, some people want to save up a certain amount of money before they commit any percentage of their savings. You know, some people. Um, you know, will listen to this podcast and then in like a month have enough time to pick up their computer and then get involved in it. So there's always like this kind of like delay before, you know, there's a next wave of upside mm. and, and a lot of excitement. So like the, the most important thing is to just stay firm, you know, uh, recognize something, use your intuition. You know, FOMO is like the worst thing you could ever do, right? So... The, yeah. the crypto world is definitely not going anywhere, and obviously everything that we say is uh, is not financial advice. So I want to make right. make that very clear uh, to the audience listening. And I believe the audience now that we've got uh, due to the bearish market are the people that are enthusiastic about this and want to see the potential of the entire market grow. So I like to think everyone listening to this is smart enough to know that this isn't finance. Nothing that we say is financial advice. Um, simply opinions and. You know, we, uh, we we all want to do well. We all want everything to go well in the market. Obviously, you know, what you've got going with your project is going to be a real case world use. Um, it's going to solve a lot of problems that we currently face at the moment. And if it helps with, with mass adoption, bringing it in a lot sooner, then all power to you as far as I'm concerned. So it was uh, fantastic yeah. having you on the show. It's uh, it's always good to, to meet people who are trying to make the crypto world a, a better place. So thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, guys. You as well.
Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for coming, Dan. No, I really can't wait to switch over my tokens to the real chain. Yeah, me too. Well, thank you. Thank you, Daniel. Yeah, thank you. Well, guys, that was a fantastic episode. He's a man of many knowledge, as we like to say. He's definitely got a good moral compass, and he's hopefully got a, got a long way to go. We wish him the best of luck. What do you guys think? I think it was great to talk to him. I, I believe that his project will succeed eventually, and I think it's great that they address this volatility issue and that he told us the story of how he... Hmm moved to Europe. I, I like these kind of things, so I really enjoyed talking to him. What do you think, Jeremy? I think that the project's as great as I always have, and I'm really happy that their test net's going as well as it is, so the main net will be out very soon, hopefully. Yeah. So, uh, did you did give a um, time frame of when it's going to be released? I think it was about two, three weeks, wasn't it? Yeah, he said he said around two or three weeks, but there's no dates. Like if you look at the roadmap on the website, there's not a single date on there at all because they're one of the people that don't want to live uh, live and die by dates. Yeah, I suppose that uh, if all goes well, it's great. But then you, you're pushing yourself to to try and get something out that might not be finished. So at least he's at least he's taking responsibility of of that respect, and you got to respect him for that. But um. Alright people, thanks for tuning in for the podcast today. You can find our podcast uploaded every Monday and Friday on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, as well as our website. We'd love to hear what you think of our show, so please leave a comment and give us a review on iTunes. And for more information about the news we just discussed, head over to the website altcoinbuzz.io, where we publish all of the latest news to keep you in the loop. So again, from the Altcoin Buzz podcast team, we want to say thank you for tuning in, and we look forward to catching you on the next episode. Goodbye! Hey! The information discussed on the Altcoin Buzz YouTube, Altcoin Buzz Ladies YouTube, Altcoin Buzz Podcast, or other social media channels, including but not limited to Twitter, Telegram chats, Instagram, Facebook, website, etc., is not financial advice. This information is for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. Any information and advice or investment strategies are thoughts and opinions only relevant to accepted levels of risk tolerance of the writer, reviewer, or narrator, and their risk tolerance may be different than yours. We are not responsible for your losses. Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies are high-risk investments, so please do your due diligence and consult a financial advisor before acting on any information provided. Copyright Altcoin Buzz, PTE Limited, all rights reserved.